and welcome to the Steam Power Podcast. Chicka 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 chicka. Alrighty, live from beautiful downtown Southern Maryland, it's time for the Steam Power Podcast, episode number 73 for September 20th, 2015. We are a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to bringing you the latest and the greatest in science, technology, engineering, art, and math news, and other things. Steam Power, <laughs> the power to change the world. I'm Mike. I'm Lisa. It's time to get steamy. And let's make sure I actually recorded that. In- yes, I did. You know what you haven't been doing lately? What if I not? Thanking Audible. Thanking you, audibletrial.com. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I just... That's down at the bottom of the sheet. You just haven't been doing it. Actually, it's a good thing you brought about it because we do have an audiobook recommendation today. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, we should give big thanks to uh, Audible for their sponsorship of the Steam Powered Podcast. And you can show your love and all that happiness thoughts that it brings you. I just finished listening to um, How Google Works by Eric Schmidt. How was that? It was excellent. Um, I just finished my book too, so I need another one. What's your? What would you just listen to? Um, Can you say? Is it, is it okay to say on air? Yeah. Well, I forget what the name of the book was. The author was Laurie Natero. It was a funny book. It was a oh, funny book. okay. Yeah, it wasn't anything that was tech related tech or no, no, no. Just the culture. It, was it wasn't deep like like Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. That one was like deep. whoa. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty deep, but. So, but um, you can express your love and get a little bit of that audible goodness by heading over to Steam or audibletrial.com slash Steam Power Podcast. Yes. Where you can sign up for a three free 30 day trial, basically, that gives you one free credit. You can download uh, an audiobook of your choice, listen to it. And it's have great it, to listen to in the car. It. It's great for commuters. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, or walking on the treadmill, perhaps. Yes. Just saying yeah. you get a treadmill. I don't know if you do, but maybe you did get one. <laughs> we just got one, yeah. Because um, we're trying to shed our baby weight. Yes, well. I am. I've been working on my baby weight for about 34 mine's years. Not, not exactly baby weight, but that's okay. Um, and then you can either, if you decide to continue one, you'll uh, it's like 15 bucks a month, one, tra- uh, one credit a month, um, which is pretty much almost every book. There are some books that are two credits. But I've not, never, many. not many, because I've everyone I've listened to have been one. Yeah. Um and they've been pretty they've been like thirteen to seventeen hour long books, the ones I listen to. Mine are usually in the six to seven, eight so, hour range, yeah. I think like War and Peace maybe <laughs> too. Um but if you decide not to continue, you can cancel any time and keep any books that you have bought up to that point. And then they're, they're yours to listen to until the end of time or the end of Audible, whichever comes first. <laughs> um so let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into stories because we got the big story this week that we're gonna it's gonna create fireworks. Because baby, you're a firework. I'm not gonna sing. Fireworks? Are you that passionate I about it? I'm passionate about really? it. Really? Yep, I am. Oh, I'm man. pretty pro my opinion too. So, well, let's get and into- and I'm pretty sure it's the opposite of your opinion. And so. I will. I will tell yes. you why I'm right. <laughs> All right. Tell you why I'm right. First story this week, uh, this is um, Jane McGonigal, who is a uh, game designer and author, uh, and I got to listen to her TED Talk, not in person, but um, over the internets or on the interwebs, um, and so basically, she had an accident. She had a very bad concussion um, that kind of messed with her head, 
And this ties into one of the stories I put up there too. She is a about researcher. the disabled gamers. Exactly. Yeah. I, funny, it's about it. So uh, she wrote a book here recently called Super Better, which dives into the scientific research on how we can manage Didn't stress we talk and challenges about this week? when playing games. And well, we talked about her, but now she's turned it into a book and a a, oh, okay. a project. Okay. Um, and there's now an uh, I guess an. Uh, and iOS app too with it as well. Basically, here's the long story is that um, for certain brain problems, issues with the brain, either uh, I guess naturally occurring or through an accident, um, she has been exploring, She's I think she's a PhD, um, in researching how we can use games to help people deal with depression. Um, and like I said, her, in mm-hmm. her case, it was a concussion that made her um, you know, she got him to the point of being suicidal. So, um, anyway, the reason I wanted to bring this up is, um, again, she, well, life has, she says so she has this new book. So da, 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 why we brought up audible. So, uh, yeah, her, it wasn't book, out the last Super time Better, we talked correct, about it. Remember? Now, yeah. Uh, it was released on the 15th of this month and it is now out and, um, it's because called Super Better, to read it. a revolutionary approach to getting stronger, happier, braver, and more resilient powered by the science of games. So I just wanted to throw that out there and let people know because that ties into our next story that you put up there. Yes. Which is play it your way. How Twitch lets disabled gamers earn a living online. And basically this is just, it's pretty much what the title says. It There is a growing, um, I don't know, what, what would you call it? A community of good disabled gamers who have found their home on Twitch. These are people who um, can't specifically can't work the typical outside of, five. yeah. Uh, yes. Or because, like because of their disability, it, it limits them and what they can do. So they found um, a way to supplement their income with Twitch. And not only that, they've kind of got together and uh, you know, made this little community of disabled gamers who share their experiences. And yeah, I mean, that does really help with mental health and everything because when you have a disability, that's a, you know, really big concern is yeah, your mental well-being, not just your physical, but right. your mental. So, and so, but it is, so, yeah, there's the mental, but I mean, we're talking about, there's gamers on here. There's one named, um, no hands can, who's a quadriplegic that requires a ventilator to breathe. Yes. And yet he still is a streaming video game player. And another one called, I want to say Broly legs, bro, bro, lie legs, who uh, has no arms yet is an expert player at street fighter, which is a, uh, you know, fighter. Yes. Game. Yeah. Um, so we're talking a whole gambit of, and then like at the beginning was a, a girl. Her name is uh, Mackenzie. Yes, yeah, she has who epilepsy. Has epilepsy. So yeah. we're talking a very wide spectrum of of disabilities yes. here. Mm-hmm. Um, that everyone is is unified around not just playing the games and building a community, but we're talking like earning a living. Like yes, people make money. The only question I have with that is I wonder because a lot of people with disabilities get uh, income from like the state. I is wonder this, how that uh, affects right. their what they earn from the well, state. So the thing, you know, so technically, the money they're making is donations, not. Um, so it's not technically that, income. Not technically income, I don't believe. Right. So they don't have to report it as income on their taxes. Like uh, I don't know how that works. That that would know. be the only snafu I, am, I could see I with am it. Not would a be, 
Yeah, that that would be the only snag I right. could see. I would I would hope that it's way that it is donations. So I would I would I would assume that it's treated differently. Yeah, maybe it's then, treated like tips getting, or something. You're not getting like a W. That. You're not getting a W two. You're not getting a ten ninety nine. You're not an independent consultant. But I um, would imagine Twitch has this. Doesn't Twitch have to send something out for taxes to its higher so that's earning like, players? Like right. I'm seeing. Do they send out some form of tax? Well, that's what I noticed, uh, like, form. because there's two things. Either you're a W-2, which means I'm employed, like, yes. with your most people's quote-unquote day job, you get a W-2. But there's still an because, earnings report or something there's also like that. for, there's independent consultants, and then, right, for things like, for instance, Etsy or whatever, right? Yes, yeah. But I think, though, they treat you technically as, like, a 1099, like you're an independent <laughs> consultant. I think you get a 1099, which I don't know if that began because the, you're actually selling. Like it's actually, it's if there's a lawyer out there, let us know. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the point. Nothing distracted on the. It's still, on it's still a law. good, it's still a good uh, way for them to earn extra income. It's, uh, it, to me, it's, it's and great to be a bigger part of the absolutely. community and show people that they can still interact and. You know, their disability doesn't so limit to, them in a lot of ways. A, a good life, yeah. right? Um, so with that, there's uh, just so like the whole story. Uh, YouTube recently started YouTube Gaming, which is a going to be obviously a competitor to uh, Twitch, which was bought by Amazon not too long ago. Um, but it's um, – where was I going with that? So I don't know. YouTube. Oh, with, so with YouTube, like um, – you know, people. There's there's a lot of people actually make a li- like they're to the point where people can make a living. Like the yes. YouTube star, the number one earner last year, a guy named PewDie, PewDiePie, 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 yeah, seven point four million. He's a little dollars. vulgar. <laughs> well, and, I've watched and a that's, couple and things. That's Twitch too. He's a little be- vulgar. Yes, Twitch is. There are lots of people on Twitch that are dropping the f bomb every other you know, word. Yeah. Right, it's. Game. But you know, that's. I guess that draws people in and certain way you know they right um i would imagine there's quote-unquote clean gamers out there too that don't cuss and don't carry on but yes most of them are are pretty vulgar uh, but that's what the kids want to watch i guess you know that's it's it's hard you're hard pressed to find a youtube video anymore that doesn't have some you know, a, either a bad word or something in it. That's, right. you know, it's gotten to the point where our 10 year old, it's like, we know she's going to watch things with bad words in them. She just knows not to say them, you know, but I, I think, have a little cold right. to excuse my, my nose is kind of stuffing up here. The, longs, the bigger story is that it, the pros outweigh the cons. Yes. Um, and my only point of hope is that, um, and I, th- I would guess so that Amazon and YouTube or Google now or Alphabet or whatever Google's company's name is now. Alphabet. Uh, yeah, so uh, Google split into uh, many different companies, and now their parent company is called Alphabet. Really? Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. That's old news. Why? Um, Why I'm did guess- they choose that name? I'm guessing the reason is because from a um, shareholder, stakeholder thing that mm-hmm. – 
by having different companies, you like a lot of their stuff they want to do is cutting edge, high tech research that, that doesn't necessarily um, have Fit a return on an investment. Yeah. So they've got to separate their core business that actually makes money from the stuff that they want to do that's oh, in the future. Okay. Long story short, I hope that both of them recognize that, um, you know, because see, the other, like I said, as this continues, as time goes on, and more and more people that have disabilities rely on this as their income, um, I hope we don't suffer from the, oh, Google doesn't want to do this anymore, so they shut it down. And yeah. that can really screw with a lot of people's um, livelihood. So, anyway. But I don't know. Honestly, I think it's just like anything else. People are going to get kind of tired of it after a while. I, I mean, I, I can see. I understand people rely on it for income, and that's all well and good. But you've got to know in the back of your head nothing lasts I, I just, forever. I, you know, well, it's not. The individual person, but not the not necessarily the genre, right? I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Pornography can get pretty repetitive after a while. Well, yet people still buy a crap ton of it. Because, yeah, that's a different industry. The, no, but no, but the actors change. So my point is, while the people on Twitch may change, there's going to be new people. There's going to be always new video games. So it'll always it'll be naturally new. There's always going to be new people. There's always going to be new games. I'm saying I'm not sure if people won't get tired of watching people play I don't video think games. So. You don't think so? I think it's gonna. I, Unless people are going to suddenly get tired of watching, I mean, I think there's a, there's a greater chance that people are going to be tired of watching football, baseball, soccer, and mm-hmm. hockey before that they are. Maybe because the difference is here, anybody can be a superstar on esports, where only the top zero point zero zero whatever percent of athletes will ever get to play professional whatever sports. Here, though, literally almost anybody has a chance. No, well, that's what makes it great. And that's why I think it. It's yeah. going to succeed. Anyway, next story. All right. An asthmatic sea otter I thought this taught was cute. to use an inhaler. Yeah, apparently Mishka. this was at uh, the Seattle Aquarium. Which our friend and Chris probably knows very well. Yes, there were. He's probably been there. Yeah. There were. there. Apparently there's some wildfires in the uh, Seattle area. Okay. And the smoke was affecting the sea otter. So they taught him to use an inhaler through a chamber, which is the same thing that our daughter uses when she uses her inhaler. That's what makes that, that uh, accordion like noise when she does it. Yeah. It's basically, it's just, it's a tube that hooks up to the inhaler that you breathe into. You push the inhaler into the tube and it, you you know, yeah, I thought that was a 10 year old human or a sea otter. Both can be trained to use an inhaler. Pretty cool. Uh, next story, Star Trek tractor beams to remotely adjust position of micro-satellites. I'm assuming this is going to be mine. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> what is the psychological impact of this? Um, so, real quick, I'll just not too long. Um, um, there's been a partnership with NASA with a, uh, a, uh, I guess, a gentleman's, was it a person or a place, the ARCS PAX, I'm assuming it's a group, Um has just made a deal with uh, NASA under a Space Act agreement to design and manufacture a device that will create a magnetic field uh, between microsatellites in order to keep them um, configured and oriented. So one of the issues with especially smaller satellites is uh, keeping them in an orientation so that they can do whatever mission they are. Um, so it looks like what they're going to work on is taking a bunch of satellites, microsatellites, small satellites, and as they orbit together, they can induce a magnetic field to help orientate each other. So it's not quite the Star Trek little... Orientate, is that a word? Orientate, yeah. That's a word. <laughs> Orient. Orientate. Whatever. 
Um, so it's not quite the Star Trek, like the picture here where like this little like energy beam comes out and grabs yeah. the ship. It's, I think it looks like it's just, it's going to use magnetic fields to help push. Like if you take two magnets and you put them together, right, you can push them and pull yeah. them together. I think that's the kind of the idea is using magnetic field to help, you know, keep satellites mm-hmm. aligned. It's cool though. It's neat. We haven't done it yet. And you're just going to head nod. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next story. Um, there is a new self-healing material that can reportedly fix punctures in one second. Wow. That's pretty cool. So that'd be great for like, say you're in a spacecraft or an airplane that has like a fuel tank that you don't want leaking. Um, if it gets struck by some sort of Oh, so this is for materials. This is material science. See, when I first read this headline, I thought this was for humans. Because um, it said healing. Well, no, that's that's all right. So the material. So I I originally thought it meant like cuts and abrasions and things like that. It would it would help to heal perhaps, them in matter of seconds. Perhaps in garments, maybe. But no. So this is this okay, is okay. This is materials that you could. Um, what they're I saying see. here is it's essentially a liquid resin that is sandwiched between two walls, um, and if it should get punctured, uh, that liquid resin will go immediately to fill the void. And uh, basically they're, they're saying it's a Terminator seems style. seems like I, I don't know. Healing. I kind of thought they had something like this already, but so there is, there's been work when I think there's that there's nothing that heals that quickly okay. that, doesn't, it, that it takes a little bit slower. Um, so this is kind of almost like an immediate yeah. um, reaction. So cool. Uh, <laughs> next story. MIT has built a 3d multi platform, which is to me seems like just a fancy way of saying 3D printer uh, that enables the mixing of materials at a sub at the micron level. So um, basically, have we talked about this before. Did we too? talk about this one? Maybe I we think did. So I don't know. I'm getting a very big sense of deja vu this all over week again. with this this story and then the book story and uh, well, I don't if know. You haven't heard about it. Um, It'll allow to we, it, two materials to print in one print. Yeah, I thought cool. we talked about this. All right. Well, then, you know what? We'll skip it. Maybe we I don't know. Get, I mean, just give get, a brief. We want to get to the You know, print. give a brief synopsis. Well, it's, just, it's a 3D it, printer that, because, and because you're starting to print at such a small or tiny scale, uh, materials can begin to interact optically as well as mechanically. So you can kind of, you know, if you, and different materials, they can interact with each other in different ways. So, you know, like your old thermostats where they had the little, um, uh, mercury and little uh, piece of wire that could, would wind mm-hmm. and change. So think about how you could mix different materials to have interactions. Well, with 3D printing, you know, traditionally it's been just plastics and maybe some other materials, but it's been singular material. Well, now as you can print multiple different types at a time and do it in such a small scale, you can create so different things. You can basically things. create but, a product with different materials. We're getting more and more where, right, where it's not just prototyping. You can yeah. actually build final products. Um, and I would assume if when you're doing something at such a small level that perhaps there's medical implications at that yeah. point. Um, but anyway, yeah, maybe right. We did talk. Well, the other thing is we've been also doing a lot of articles and you've been helping me be a, like, yeah, editor. maybe we just talked about, maybe you and I just talked about, I don't know. I, I, though I know we have talked about that in the past, so, maybe not on the podcast, but we've talked about it. Uh, Pardon as we enter our middle age, we begin to forget what we talked about. Uh, so here's one from Rutgers today. Uh, lab on a chip technology cuts the cost, and this is 
I guess, obviously very personal for us. Yes. Cuts a lab test for <laughs> HIV, Lyme disease, and other diseases. This is fan-freaking-tastic. The ability to analyze minuscule amounts of fluid uh, could also promote central nervous system and joint research. And yes, and it talks about thing. It talks about revolutionizing other tests too, like with um, syphilis. Other no, no, no. If you go towards the bottom, there's it talks about rheumatoid arthritis. Gotcha. And some other central nervous system and Parkinson's diseases and that kind of stuff that it can do. But basically, I'll tell you when. I, when I was first diagnosed with Lyme and I was up at Johns Hopkins in Baltimore, they took 16 tubes of blood out of me. 16. That's a lot of tubes. That is a heck of a lot of blood. And I was laying there for like an hour afterwards so they could make sure that I was, you know, okay to be on my feet and everything like that. But I mean, that was just horrendous having to go through something like that because when they test for Lyme disease and I'm assuming HIV and all those other things too, there are so many little things that they have to test for because the spirochetes can invade different things. And so they have to check a lot of different. Yes. That's why there's so many people out there who have Lyme disease, but it comes up negative because the standard test that like your primary care doctor ran could be just a basic line test and not the ELISA test, which is the um, enzyme immune immunoabsorbent assay. Yes. That's, that's sort of like the, uh, the main, it tests the specific bands of for Lyme disease. And if you have so many bands positive, you're considered, Right. positive for Lyme disease. And it also tests for other tick-borne illnesses as well, which I didn't have done the first time. I had that done the second time I had Lyme. That was about 10 tubes of blood that I had to have out of me that time. And that was when they found out I was positive for Babesia as well. So it it is, it is a just... It's such a draining, no pun intended, thing to have to get so many tubes of blood and go through so many tests, and it takes a while to come back. And, I mean, this technology, I think, could be useful for lots of other testing things as well. We're talking about here about things like anytime they have to deal with, like, joint fluid or spinal fluid, which obviously is very hard to get. Yes, yes. Um, I I have had a uh, spinal tap for, and it is not fun. It is so, not fun. The, the point is that these smaller chips, flops uh, on the chip, allow you to do more tests with less fluid, which especially where fluids are hard to get. Yes, like if you're so draining fluid out of the spinal cord, which they, they can test for Lyme disease by that too. They just don't routinely use that as a test because it's much more invasive than just having your blood drawn. But. Cool. And then obviously it helps drive costs down too. So yes, these things can be done perhaps exactly, in the doctor's office versus all of those tests. I know I can't speak for like HIV and other things, but for Lyme disease, if you don't have insurance, those tests run thousands upon thousands of dollars to get done. So yes, it's definitely good that it can drive down the cost. Cool. Shall we move on to the big story? Sure, let's move on to the big one. All right. Here we go. So, 
this past week, I'll give the little background of this. Yes, and I'll let um, you give your opinion first, and then I'll tell sure. you mine. So, and I, if you've listened to Gears of Resistance, I gave my uh, uh, opinion uh, <laughs> by myself um, <laughs> earlier. So, uh, this past week, um, a young student, 14-year-old uh, from uh, Irving, Texas. Texas, yeah. Uh, name is Ahmed Mohammed, uh, who is a Muslim. Um, Not that that matters. Well, see, that's where we're going to disagree. Um, I don't think that matters. So he uh, he's a he's a nerd. He's a geek like many of us um, who took uh, various electronic components that he uh, hacked away from different products and probably you know got some off. Yeah, it looks like them. he just basically and, took a clock and gutted it and and shrunk it down put the to parts be together in a, a battery power right into right? a little pencil box like yes. you can imagine because if you see on the picture here yeah. that that there's there's the plug of an extension cord. No, it looks like a metal pencil box to me. Right. So it's yeah. pretty small. It's well, it's it's big. about a foot Probably right. No. It's, yes. No. It's, there, it's the size yeah, of a pencil box. There, right. There is. That's a plug. That's a plug. Okay. So it's probably six to eight inches. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Anyway, that's fair enough. So he built this. He built this clock out of parts um, and took it into his school. Yes. To show what I'm. From what I understand, he initially showed it to his. English teacher, but since yes. then I've seen stories where it says it was an engineering teacher. Or a no, it was it the English, English teacher. teacher. Yes. So he showed the I English re- teacher. I had after I read the story that you posted, I actually was more curious about this because some things didn't add up to right. me. So I read some of the more the like the news right stories out, and yes, it was the English English class. Um. So anyway, perhaps um, he took it in to show. An engineering teacher. However, he, he brought it, it out in English class. In English class. So yes. Um, anyway, so took this in, and the English teacher, who I'm assuming is probably not very technology savvy, probably not, uh, goes and goes. Hmm, that's a bomb. Let me call the okay. Give or give her a little bit of, you know, say hmm. That looks like it could be a bomb. Not really, because where's, Honey, the, where's the explosives? Sweetheart, Where, where's the have, part? Okay, tell me. Where's this. the part that actually goes boom? Have you ever seen the inside of a bomb? Yes, personally, and there is no explosive. All right, there. can you tell me how many people in America have ever seen the inside of a bomb? Not many. Not not I, many. So to most people, they see a timer. They see wires hanging out. They see, oh my gosh, that looks like it could it be like a bomb. No. Honey, no, that's coming from somebody okay. with an electronics perspective. To me, okay. as somebody who is not very technical, it looks like it could be a right. bomb. It looks like. No. That's not saying there, it is. Where are the explosives? Where I don't the, know what explosive looks like. Where's the part that is meant to do damage? Honey, um, what do I don't know what explosives look like. And that proves my and that and neither that, does the English teacher, I'm betting. And that goes neither to my do point. most of the teachers. And that's gonna go to my point. Okay. So anyway, I get it. I get this. So here's where here's where for me You have to play it safe. 
I get that to a degree. So I get the English teacher doesn't get it, right? English teacher doesn't know what the heck it is. Right. They're an English teacher for a reason. So anyway. Because you don't sit there and analyze it. She's not going to sit there and say, oh, let me see the explosives. It's not her call to make. And I get get that, okay? So then they should have obviously called, I'm assuming, a... The authorities. No, 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 no. You start with the principal. The principal, yes. Who is going to... Perhaps there is a science teacher in this school. No, they're going to call the principal. Okay, fine. Let's call it... Get that, right? And then someone, some adult there with a half of an iota of a brain looks at it and goes... I don't know what the heck it is. That's not a bomb. Because I don't see any explosives. So... That didn't happen, which is now where here's where it starts getting more and more disgusting. I absolutely agree right? with them calling the authorities. I, just, I absolutely agree. Okay. okay because fine. they don't know what the heck it is. And then they call the authorities who are trained. And they yes. call five police officers and then they put the young man in handcuffs. That's where I started. They never a charged him. They still put him in handcuffs. Honey, you have to detain them. No, you don't. Yes, you do. While you're doing an investigation, okay. most of the time you detain the person. I guarantee you. Almost without a doubt that if this was a young Caucasian male, this would not have gone down this way. I disagree completely because if you look it up, if you do a simple Google search, you will see that there have been many, many students arrested and expelled from school for bringing things that look like bombs to school things that were nothing more than alarm clocks right there were two girls that were arrested i forget the state it was because they brought an alarm clock to school put it in somebody's locker and had it go off they were arrested as because and charged with doing a bomb hoax because they were again and that was a bomb hoax this why did this boy bring this to school that he built something you don't it doesn't matter you don't bring that crap to school i did when i was his age i did you just brought stuff to school okay did you run it by your parents first no i brought that's completely wrong now if if this had been our child i would have completely agreed with every action that the school took because if she had ran it by me first, I would say, honey, do not take that to school. They are going to get the wrong idea from it. And, they are not going to know right. what it is. Do not take and it that's, to school. And that is the bigger issue with this whole story. So I will I will defer on the fact I that think his dad knew. I, I think I will defer on whether or not was this a racially motivated or a religion. It's not race. It's more religion. I will defer that. There's not enough ways to know that. Yes, there is. You can't, here you can't as, put that in the equation. As someone who's doing a steam power podcast, let me let me show you what, why I really have a problem with this. And that is it goes to the heart and the root of the problem of people need, and not just kids, but grownups as well, we have done a disservice. People no longer have basic common sense when it comes to science and technology and engineering matters. There is, and to me why it's very disconcerting, is because we are entering a time of great change in the world where we're going to start moving away from fossil fuels to renewable energy, where things like the Internet of Things and self-driving cars are coming. And if people do not have the ability to make intelligent, rational decisions based on scientific, technical, and engineering 
basic understanding, we are going to make very bad decisions and we're going to make decisions based on emotion, based on our prejudices, based on our preconceived notions, then we are going to make decisions based on practical knowledge. And my problem with this but is... But your problem people, with this... Pe- I, I would look at this and I would expect most... Because you are trained to know what that stuff looks like. And I disagree. Like. I, I, would wanna, I want to live in a world where every person has enough of a scientific and technical background to be able to look at this and say, you know what? Where is the part that goes boom? Maybe you want to live in that world, but guess what? We don't live in that world. Most people in this world don't know what the inside of an alarm clock looks like, let alone what the inside of a bomb looks like. But you cannot fault people for calling the authorities when they do not know. This thing went off in class. Why in the hell did he time it so it went off in the middle of his English class? That is asinine. You cannot tell me a 14-year-old doesn't have enough common sense to know, let me bring this thing to school that people aren't going to know what the hell it is, and then I'm going to have it time go off in the middle of English class, of course the teacher freaked the hell out. Oh, I'm sure. Of that, course she and, did. And in no, no grown-up part of this world has anyone forgot to turn their cell phone off and the phone accidentally rings in the middle of a Yes, class but the, your or, cell phone doesn't have wires hanging out of it and things that – all right, all right, give me this. Most people who know what – who think they know what a bomb looks like, where does that knowledge come from? Movies. TV, right. correct? Tell me what a bomb and looks like right. on TV. And and show me and that's the problem. That it is looks exactly like something in a case right. with a bunch of wires uh, hanging out of it. What proving... does this look like? Something in a case with right. a bunch of wires hanging out of and it. You're proving my point. Is that you right. want people we, to have enough technical have knowledge. You want people that, to have that, but they don't. You can't make them. No, but that's the point is we can. We can We can build a world. Yes, you can. You can very easily create a world in which people have an understanding of a scientific basis. You know what? You can create that world, but guess what? We're not there. Oh, right now right. in this day and age, yeah, we are not there. So can not. Yes, this, this is a great example of we are not there. Can you blame them for thinking that this could be more because what happens when some kid brings something like this into school that does have a small explosive in the very back of it that you can't even really see right and what if it goes off and it is a bomb that's the point is that you you can't know the difference but the person with the real bomb is not going to show it to their freaking teacher as they hey look what i disagree Disagree. No. Kids have my kids have took homemade bombs into school and showed them to their friends and teachers and things like that. Kids have done that. Do a Google search. Kids have done that. Because like you said, kids are proud of what they build. That's exactly the reason kids have taken real bombs that they've built into school. 
But my point is someone that has going in there with the intent to detonate a bomb is not going to give them, give themselves. You can't say he had the, that's exactly why he was charged with nothing. The kid was let go. He was charged with nothing because huge amount of national outcry. (laughs) And you know what? I kind of, I, and this is cynical of me, but the more I looked into this story, the, the boy's dad is apparently a political figure over in Sudan. He's ran for president a couple of times and he, you know, is a big political figurehead over there. You cannot tell me that this didn't have ulterior motives at all. I don't sense there's any. You don't ulterior- sense there no. were any ulterior motives. You don't think that this puts the kid and therefore his dad's name on the map. You don't think this involves lawyers. You don't think this involves absolutely. That's very jaded perspective. Of the I'm world. sorry. No. It's cynical to say. I don't, I, I, I don't sense that at all because the amount of outpour of support from everything from the white house down on to the, every tech firm in, in Silicon Valley has reached out to him. I understand why all the tech people are reaching out because they're saying, and I get that they want kids to be encouraged to build. I get that. If there was a cynical ulterior motive, people wouldn't have touched this as much as they have because then they they would have been tainted by the fact. So no, I don't. I, I honestly don't believe there was, this is simply a case of a kid who being a nerd, being an engine uh, geek like the rest of us, who but you know it's funny you say that of. because he's fourteen years. I've old. read comments where people who are you know people are saying he did nothing more than took out the inside of a clock and attached a new display to it or that's, something. That's making. That's that's what it is. That's what making is all about. But why bring learn. it to school? Because you're proud of what you build. Alright, so then what stops you from bringing a, a homemade here's, bomb here's that you're problem. proud of what here's you build Here's my problem in general. On one hand, people want to talk out there one side of their mouth. There has to be another outlet. There's a one side of your mouth that we want to encourage kids to be engineers, scientists, makers. Well, this is the byproduct. This is what it is to be a maker. But you and have you to have another that, outlet for then it. You don't really believe in the STEM movement. You really don't believe in the maker movement. You don't really believe in STEAM education. If you don't accept this, you don't. Ex- you are talking. You are. You are being a hypocrite. And who does not actually really believe you just want to be convenient. You want to say, I believe this as a matter of convenience, but I don't believe it fully to the end. For me, it's a very personal issue because this is the stuff I used to do. This See, is I, I completely did. disagree with bringing this and if to school. You don't there has to that, be you're, another you're, you're outlet. A and maybe that is what the STEM and the maker movement So what if you brought this to, to makers? Okay. What if you brought this to makerspace? That's a perfectly acceptable place. But why is it to any bring different? It? It's not. It shouldn't be. We shouldn't live in a world where there is a Honey, black and there white. are rules in school. You just can't bring any shit you want from home to school. It's not show and tell day. This, He's in high school, this, for God's the sake. The electronics that power this is nothing more different than what's in your okay, calculator. Honey, you, there are rules laid out by the school board. You do not bring anything from home to school other than what you use in school you don't bring your stuffed animal you don't bring your lego sets 
You don't bring just, and you don't bring your toys. You don't bring your cell phone. That's BS. That's BS. I brought. You think that's BS? It is BS. You don't bring it unless the teachers have specified that today is the day to bring in something like that. You just randomly brought toys. Yes. And, well, that's wrong. No, it's not. Yes, it's according to school rules, it is wrong. So you're telling me that if Haley wanted to take her iPod to school every day, you would let her? As a 10-year-old, no. As a 14-year-old, 15-year-old, yeah, I could be brought to that. Because What if the school had a rule saying no iPods? If the school had a rule that specifically said, do not bring your homebrewed clocks to school then okay you're right see they do but but, yes there is the school has a rule that says do not bring any objects or anything that is not related to your classes to school unless specified by the teacher i guarantee you they have that rule then i will say that is wrong because if you okay, schools from the end of time have had that rule because they don't want materials to distract the kids from learning. That is why the rule is in place. They don't want you to bring out your G.I. Joe in the middle of English class and play with it because you're supposed to be paying attention to the teacher and learning. So why does this kid have his electronics out in the middle of English class when it has nothing to do with English? There was nothing. I never saw it as any. It is distracting him from learning what he is supposed to be learning, which is English. My, my, there is nothing English related right. about that. My understanding was he showed this to the teacher before class even started or after. What? Uh, okay, then. And okay. And the teacher didn't do anything when he, when he, so guess what? When he brought it out in the middle of class and then it went off in class, that's when the teacher acted on it. Because maybe the teacher at first looked at it and said, okay, that's fine. Then when it went off, she said, whoa, sure. maybe there's something more to this. Right. Okay, guess what? Guess what? And I would agree. Again, here's you're missing the whole point of this. And that is, that's fine. Treat it. You can't treat, be allowed to no. just bring anything you want to school. You yes, can't. You can, but you don't. No. That's fine, but you don't arrest. It distracts you don't, from You learning. don't put the kid in handcuffs over it. That's the fundamental You know problem. what? That, that part I can agree with you slightly on perhaps they overreacted in that respect however they did did not overreact by calling the authorities no they did not okay then that entire school should be fired because there's not one intelligent okay because here's the problem they don't just call all the teachers out when something like this happens and say come look at this is this a bomb we have a problem with having technical literacy, engineering literacy in this country. So if the quality of our teachers, they can't discern the difference between a basic electronics project and a bomb, then those people are doing a disservice to our country. Okay, tell me this. What about all the kids who have been suspended and expelled for bringing things that look like guns to school? But, however, they are nothing more than a water gun. But the teacher couldn't tell the difference. So the authorities were called. The kid was detained just like this kid. However, no charges were brought because the cops looked at it and said it's a water gun. 
oh, I just wanted to bring my water gun to school. The, you gotta have common sense. A gun is a gun. This kid brought a clock to school. It looks like a bomb. Because you don't know. And exactly. That's the problem. No. That's the problem. Adults, grown-ups need to have a basic scientific technical understanding. You if cannot we expect, expect every we expect adult to have a, to know what a bomb looks one like. One of those one teacher at that school should have. You, one no, teacher. no, no, but you're missing the point. They don't call look, if somebody brings something that looks like a bomb to school, they're not gonna pull every teacher out of every class and parade them in there to look and check if Someone it's a bomb. No, the known. principal was the correct one to go in. That's the teacher's chain of command right. goes to the principal principal looked at it principal didn't know what the hell it was cops were called that is absolutely standard procedure well absolutely i disagree 100 that's not the kind that of country, is not that's the way not the country it, i want to live in i know but that's what we live in that's what you don't understand so what you're right saying now. is you're being, trying to create this technical utopia wait, wait, wait that doesn't exist right now land of the free and home of the brave but it sounds like near is like no let's be scared and fear everything and that's precisely the problem that's what uh, what that's, that's the country the we pro- live in that, and we don't we shouldn't we shouldn't accept that anymore can you not we'll agree never that make- after 9 11 we have become fearful of just about everything tell me this if somebody brought all right you're on a new you're on a that. new york subway somebody comes down sits next to you with something that looks like this and the timer goes off, tell me there would not be mass effing hysteria on that subway train. Tell me there wouldn't be. You're missing. You have to use content. Tell me there wouldn't be. I don't. I can't use that. Exactly. So, okay, change it to a school. It's a concept. Change it to a school. You're sitting in class. Somebody's got something sitting there. Wires hanging out. A timer goes off. Mass hysteria. No, it's because it's not what happened. This it kid, is. He brought it in. He to brought show it in it to a teacher, and in the middle of class, the timer went off on it. And my point is simply this: He had it hanging out, wires hanging out. The timer went off on it. The kids freaked. The teacher did the absolute right thing and called the principal. The principal did and, the absolute right thing and called the cops. And I the cops disagree. did the right thing by not charging him. We can, you know, whether you want to say, oh, he shouldn't have been put in handcuffs, you know, maybe that part I'll give you a little leeway on. Perhaps they could have just detained him in the principal's office without cuffing him. I agree with you on that. Well, However, cops... That is the standard procedure. The principal didn't know what it was. It looks like a bomb from what we know as non-technical adults who watch movies and who see bombs and who see wires hanging out and LCD displays and timers. And the principal didn't know. So she called the cops. What was wrong with that? You're saying the principal should have known. No, honey, that's not it. it, No, they don't call every honey. The teachers are in their classes with students. They cannot pull every teacher out to go look at it. I understand. But the chain of command is teacher principal. And I understand. So the principal 
didn't the teacher did the right thing went to the principal principal didn't know principal called the cops it's not up to the principal to say let me go ask every teacher in the school what they think this is the principal is top dog if they decided to call the cops it is their decision well i just say i disagree because we are a one i cannot honestly be a part of the maker movement or the same power movement and say that this is an acceptable form of behavior. I am sorry, but if this I was Haley's school, we live, I we would completely agree with them 100% because I would want them to play it safe. My child's life is in their hands every single day. So if you don't know what the hell a kid has brought to school, be it something that looks like a gun, something that looks like a knife, something that looks like a bomb, something that looks like anything dangerous, you do the right thing and you call the authorities and you let them deal with it. If the authorities decide everything is okay, they don't charge the person. They didn't charge this kid with anything. They didn't even charge him with committing a bomb hoax, which is what a lot of kids who bring stuff like that to school get charged with. So that says a lot. They actually did give it some leeway. They actually did say, okay, maybe the kid just did want to bring his project to school. We're not going to charge him with anything. There are tons of kids that bring stuff like this to school all the time, and they get actually charged with bomb hoax. This kid was charged with nothing. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. However, you cannot blame the school for playing it safe. And if it was my daughter's school, I would have wanted them to follow the same procedure that they followed. I would not have wanted them to call other teachers and say, hey, can you come look at this and tell me whether it's a bomb or not? Because guess what? In the time it takes for them to do that, get other teachers to cover the other teachers' classrooms, it could have gone off. Time is not on your side with stuff like that, honey. You can't just assume you can't assume it's safe. If it looks like a bomb, which it doesn't, you can't, honey, to a non-trained eye. Where, All right. Again, where is the part that goes? You know through? what? To me, I don't know what explosives look like. To me, in this picture, that black thing on the bottom could very well be explosives to me no. because I don't know what explosives right. look like. That's, I'm guessing a teacher doesn't either. I'm guessing the principal doesn't either. Because how many bombs do you deal with in your daily life? So let me let me let me have this. Let me have let me have a minute here before you go. Okay. Off. Ignorance is not an excuse to trample on something. It's not ignorance. Right. It just is ignorance. Because, no, just it, because it you don't know what a bomb looks like, you have to play it safe. It is not ignorance. It is being safe. It is protecting the students. And like I said, and, I would want them to do the exact same thing if this had happened at right. Haley's school. And I would take it up to the point where I would, I would probably be a lot more open-minded had they not put the kid in handcuffs. That's okay, you know, that's fair play. That's fair play. However, the fact, the fact you that they can't put in argue, you cannot argue with them calling the authorities. You can't because you have got 
to play it safe. These children's lives are in the hands of these teachers and this principal, and they are trained that if they don't know, if they can't discern beyond a reasonable shadow of a doubt that it is absolutely safe, they have to call the authorities. There are kids that get arrested and charged for bringing little teeny knives and little things with pokey ends on them and everything to school because they could be a weapon. It, like if you Google it, there are tons of kids who have brought toys and everything to school right. and have gotten charged with stuff because it could be used as a weapon. Wait, wait, wait. Teachers don't everything, know what a bomb looks everything like. Everything can be used as a weapon. That's no. I mean, well, like you're, stuff you're, you're trying. You're trying to make. You're you're trying to make the emotional argument that because it's our children involved. And by the way, your daughter is also my daughter. Just uh, yes, we have for the record. Um, a car can be used as a weapon. A hammer. Right, can be tell used me as this. A weapon. Tell me the this. The point is, we can't be so freaking afraid. And and I'm sorry. I love my kid to death too, but I'm not willing to live in a world where we trade security. We, we trade away our liberties, our freedoms for security. We Tell have me this. Got, we have got to develop some frigging common sense and an ability to have some basic. It's not just common sense, Mike. It's not. It is. It, it, it is a te- because guess right. what? It to is me, scientific and technical literacy. I yes. am. I am probably about as technical as half of the population. Would you give me that? Like, I would say there are fifty percent more people out there who are more technical than me. There are fifty percent who are less technical. Right. Would you say that? Yep. Okay. To me. I can't tell that this is a goddamn clock. This looks to me, I'm sorry, this to me looks like it could be a bomb because all I see are computer parts and wires hanging out and a timer. That's all I see. Stop, stop. Look around this room. But I trust you. That's ah, the difference. Ah, so. I don't trust a random child in my child's class. Do you trust every kid in Haley's class? Do you? Do you trust every child at that elementary school to not bring something to school that could hurt her? Do you? No, and, and I absolutely would, and, not. And I would want them to take care of what kids exactly brought something that had the intent and the and the potential. But what if you're not sure? What if you're not sure? And like I said, I'm cool that the English teacher. Tell me this: Do you think Haley's teacher principal. knows what a bomb looks like? Just from what you know, her. do you think she knows what a bomb looks I like? I don't know. Do you think Haley's that. principal knows what a bomb looks I'm, like? I'm guessing neither one no, of them has an intense what? knowledge I, of technology I, I, to I, know what a bomb looks but like. But I would assume that their, their their school resource police officer would. They don't have a police officer stationed at their school. There's, He's not there all the time. Not there all the time, but they could. Here's they what, would have to call right. the police, so, which is exactly what – they did here. Right. Get that. Like I said. Okay. So what's wrong with that? And uh, my point is they called, was it five police officers? And then they that's the, the normal procedure. Yes. Okay. Putting the kids in handcuffs. I think that was due to his age, quite honestly, because 
if it was a younger child, I think they would have just detained them in the principal's. Yes, because older children can get more combative and they have to detain them. He's a 14 year old nerd child. He's like, he's like, he's exactly like I was. He was exactly, look at the pictures of him. Mike, cops don't assume anything. Okay. They have to go on the assumption per se that Everybody is capable of doing well, something that could right. hurt somebody and, else. And, and, and so I, they have to proceed And I'm sorry that I thought we live in a country where you're innocent until proven guilty. You are. Was he charged with anything? Yep. Absolutely not. And, and, I wouldn't have, and I hate to say this, but... He was innocent until I'm proven curious. guilty. He was proven not guilty. Fight, Ju- they didn't even charge him with anything. They could have, honestly, they could have think, you, charged him with bomb hoax. Do you think, had he not gotten the national outreach that he did, that he, he that he would not have been charged? No, because they would have made that decision before this story went viral. Oh, this story went viral before they made the decision. That's the point. The point is, they had him in custody... And then the national attention draw to it. I don't think that they would have made the decision not to drop to press any charges had there. You know what? I think if, it would have played out differently had there been. If the they attention, had charged him which with is a bomb sad hoax, state of our. If yeah. they had charged him with bomb hoax, they would have had the right to. No, because they have. yes, they would have. Mike, there are kids that bring stuff to school, but that was that not, look like bombs that, that not, are just like that this. was not his intent. There ha- if you're going to say that you're building a bomb, a hoax, there has to be intent to he, in his mind's eye, he wasn't building a bomb. He was building a clock. There was no intent. And that's why they didn't time. charge him. Mike, that's why they didn't charge him. And but you can't tell me attention. a 14 year old is going to, consciously make a decision to bring something like this, take it out in English class and not think that kids are going to freak the hell out when the timer goes off on it. You can't tell me a 14 year old doesn't know better than that. Haley would know better than that. Haley would know better than to take (laughs) something to school that looks like it could be dangerous. He has to assume being a nerd child, so to speak, don't you think he assumes that most of the other kids don't do. have his level of technical knowledge? Right? Right? And, and I'm telling you, as as I can't I can't speak for him. Yes. But I'm saying as I was at that age, things I built I thought were cool. And no, I would not I would have genuinely brought it in thinking this was something cool that I had built. I would have not put two the two together. Why would you have taken it out in the middle of English class? Tell me that. Because we, a, we don't know if he brought it out literally in the middle yes, of the class. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That's that, in the story. That's it's in your what story. I read. What I read is he brought it out before or after class to show the teacher. That was the, what the story I understood. And the timer went off during class. So my point is, I get He it. left it out. Why couldn't he put it away? All right. I get that you want to take but, it in to show the teacher. Then guess what? During class... Put it away because it has no use in an English class. You are there to learn English. You are there to learn math. You are there to learn things. You are not there to be playing with your home-brewed electronics. 
It's not the place for it. Here's the thing. Guess what's going to get him a job after school? That's fine. That's fine. Playing with the electronics. But you or can't. Or learning to write an English Guess paper. what? You don't do it during school. All right. Well, we're you just, can't. We're going to have to. Are you telling me that you can just determine the curriculum yourself? No. As a parent, that's not your place. It's we're, the teacher's place. It's the principal's place. Right. And it's I, not yours. And, I, and we're going to have to agree to disagree. I think my point yeah. is th- this is going to be. There has to be a bigger conversation, a national conversation, an international conversation on education in general. Because here's the reality, right? Learning how to 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 create a properly formatted three paragraph book report isn't going to get you a job. Learning simply how to do your math problems is not going to get you the job. So the point is, what he did at home and brought in. That's the type of stuff where the education needs to be focused. And that's fine. Because that but is guess what? He's to... not the teacher. And He that's... can't just decide saying, what he's going right. to learn and for I'm, the day. And I'm saying put that aside. Let's put away let's put away the particulars of this case. Okay. What I'm saying is let's now take it up a level and have the bigger conversation of education reform in general, regardless of That's Ahmed, fine. My That's point is fine. This, what he is doing. I agree with right, that. So here's the point. What he is doing, what he is experimenting with at home, what he is building, how he is hacking parts away and building stuff. And anyone who says he just took parts apart from one thing and put it together and rearranged it, and that's not really building, is an idiot. It's a freaking moron who doesn't deserve to breathe the same air as Ahmed because that is how making begins. That's how you start. I get that. You learn by taking stuff apart and and putting it back together. Yes, I get that. So the arguments about, well, he wasn't really building anything from scratch. You're an idiot. If If that's your definition of being a builder and a maker is to start everything from scratch, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. So that's argument aside. Educate. What's going to get a, a job for anybody, uh, and Ahmed especially, is what he's doing at home, learning and making. At home, learn. that's the big point right there. And that's the problem. What he's doing Why is that not being home. taught in school? Because that's what's going to drive our it economy. It should be. We're sitting You're here. Right. We're sitting here still worrying about the recession. People still don't have jobs. People are still going into debt over college education, and yet we're still sitting here going, "Well, I don't know how it works." And we're sitting here. We have this perfect example in Ahmed. He's doing the stuff. He's getting job offers already at 14 from Facebook, from Twitter. That's from just because of the national Valley. attention. But but it's because he, what he did and what he because he has the ability to learn and he has a, got the ability to learn things that. So now to tell the me this: Do you build. think it's okay for every other 14 year old or 16 year old who sees this story going viral to go build? crap that oh i'm proud of this i want to take it in the school that has wires hanging out you think that's appropriate to take into the middle of english class because we have got to challenge you can't take it to school we have got to challenge the notion that just because I don't know. What Guess what? Is, he's not the teacher. I don't know how he this can't works. decide what he's learning for the day. You're missing the point. I said let's take this up at level. I'm not. I'm not. I get that. No, I just. I just asked you if you thought it was okay for kids to do this, and you said yes. Yes. But it's not. Uh, That's okay. the problem. Listen, you're 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 trying to play. You're trying to be funny here. You're trying to play words. Where is it? I I guess I want the kids to tinker. Yes, I want the kids yes, to hack. I want the kids I want to, them to do it at hack. home. I want them to do it at school. Yes. Do they take it out in the middle of the English class? Just to no. No, obviously not. But you're Why like, did he? He 
again, I'm going to defer on the particulars. All right, why did I, he even have the, it in English story, class? Because he has to have it with him. Because he's proud of it. It's his thing. It's, he built, it's his baby. He's taking it with him from class. All right, class. if he knows that much about it, why do you have the timer go off in the middle you're, of class? You're, you're, going, you're taking me back to where I don't want to go. I'm just class. saying you can't just bring whatever you want to school. Yes, you can't. I, I, you can't. I understand that. But my point is, if if here's my here's my story. I'm not saying they shouldn't this, be teaching this said, in school hey, because teach, they should. Hey, teacher, before class or after class, I get the whole idea of creating a nuisance in the middle of class. If You're, he told them ahead of time, sure. You no, know, not ahead of time. That's even ridiculous too. My point is this: yes, there is there is common decency of not interrupting the middle of class. Yes. Now, did it go off because he? He didn't know that the timer was set. Because let's say we've all forgotten to turn our phones off in the meeting. And guess what? It doesn't matter why. doesn't matter whether he did it on purpose or not. The point is it did. It disrupted class. It did. And they should have dealt it with as a disruption in general, not saying let's make this into a – Honey, it looked this. like it could be anyway. a bomb. So kid, From somebody kid, without technical knowledge, it absolutely right. looked like and that's that. The, and that's the problem, right, is – I'm ignorant, therefore I'm okay. It's okay for me to trample on your rights just because I'm simply ignorant. Nobody of the trampled on his rights. It's putting him in handcuffs, in my opinion, was a tri- was a tri- was. In your opinion, that's fine. In your was the opinion, line, was the line, but it's not was the line crossed. They absolutely had every. Safe. Guess what? They had every right to detain him while he is being right. investigated. Detain, detaining is not putting in handcuffs. Yes, it is. No, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have right, to so be, you, but it can you, be. Every time you get pulled over for speeding, the, the, the first thing they do is let's put you in handcuffs just to be safe. Guess what? They could. But they, they don't. They could. That's the, point. that's the point. They don't because they have – because we make a judgment. There are call. people who because they do, Because we make though. a judgment. Exactly. And so that's if, the point. Is in this So case, guess what? If, if somebody – if a cop pulled up to somebody and they had his clock sitting on their front seat – the cop may decide to say, can you step out of the car and go to the back of the car while the cop looked at the thing and the cop could put you in handcuffs? Yes, he could. Well, we're while he is invest, do, while they are investigating it. Yes, they could. Okay. There we go. Steam Power Podcast. Episode number 73. For <laughs> we will have to agree to disagree on that. Yeah. Disagree. So let us know what you think yes. in the comments. What's, what's your feel what's your on talk? it? Um, I think, the, I think no, you're no, being ignorant to assume that everybody should have technical knowledge like you. What if that's not my no, thing? No. What if I don't want to have technical knowledge like you? Or why should I have right. to have it? Because in a democracy, in a, in a society where we rely on the rule of the majority to have to, for us to be able to have intelligent conversations on – Okay, next president, the next Congress, they're going to make rules and laws that impact technology, things like Internet of Things, things like driverless cars. We need to have a populace that is scientifically and technically knowledgeable to a degree, to at least to have, a, a degree. To have an intelligent Does that degree include knowing what the innards of a bomb looks like? Absolutely not. No, but what? here's what here, – you're missing the point. Do you have to know what a bomb looks like? No. Do you have the ability to have technical reasoning to say, okay, wires and a timer? Kind of, okay, that's a little curious. Okay, well, that's what's, a little curious. What's, what's I the, don't know what's the, the rest. other part of the bomb. Oh, the part that explodes. But what if you don't know what that looks where like? Where is where is the part that? It, 
That's the point. Is people need to be able to have a little bit of ability to rationally follow. Uh, see, I don't agree with that. Go, I don't think mm, every person in this world, I that. disagree completely. I disagree that every person in this world should have to have the knowledge then why to you, reason right. it out. So then That's why, just what a bomb looks like. Now you're now extend the why, guns, okay, extend If we anything. don't expect people to have basic knowledge of things, why do we send everybody to... Knowing what a bomb looks like isn't basic knowledge. And I guess, And that's where I guess agree you're missing the point is that we sent everyone has got to go to school for 18 years to do math to do science to do social studies to do english i'm simply saying a part of the core curriculum to 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 my opinion to build a well-reasoned and contributing member to society and a voter basic scientific technical and engineering parlance vocabulary is required in this state and in a high-tech world that we live in we have to have a voting populace that has a fundamental so what you're saying is i want to re- i'm ignorant therefore i want to remain ignorant i don't and think that's i'm ignorant okay. no and I, i'm saying but no it's, it's my not, choice no, but, it's my why are you trampling on my rights <laughs> because you're a it's vo- my right to not want to know that of society you want to live however i i don't need to know that in my world i don't need to know what a bomb looks like because i trust that people like teachers principals cops right. will do so, that side of it for me i trust that they will look at it and say Hey, I don't know what this is, or I know what this is. I don't need to know what it looks and like. That's the point. Is if you want to remain ignorant, that's cool. But you don't get now. Long, now you don't get to say anymore. You don't have a part of the conversation. I don't get to say what. You don't. That's the thing. Like, what don't okay. I get to say? So what you're saying is, I here's the problem. And you, I'm going to be ignorant. Therefore, I can trample on your rights because I'm fearful because I don't know because I am scared. Nobody trampled on his rights. They did. They fucked. Okay. The only did. the only thing you can argue that may have even been slightly trampling on his rights was handcuffing him. Do you think calling the cops trampled on his rights? Absolutely not. That's standard procedure. If I look, absolutely okay. not. We're just going to have to de- agree Honey, to disagree. Honey, calling the cops is standard procedure. You have what you're saying is, I want in a future world. So you, I want in a right. future world, no, no, as in not, no, 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 as no. in from this moment on, I would like for everybody to have technical knowledge. Well, guess right. what? In that moment in time, those people did not have technical knowledge, right. so they did the right thing and called the cops. No, and here's what. It, let, let me let me let me take away actually the technology and engineering argument, and, and then make it more of a human con- connection here. I don't want to live in a world that is governed by fear. If your answer, your if your answer to the unknown is simply to always call police, then that means you start live. Welcome to, l- welcome to communist Russia. Welcome to uh, post World War II Germany. You welcome to a world where you have to live in fear, and that isn't that. Is the problem? No, I you do not trust live certain people. 
I do, no, and that's the point, right? You have to rely on the rely on Guess the what? rely on the state, comrade. Rely I on the government. I don't live in a world you. with so much fear that I don't send my child to school. I don't homeschool my child yeah. because I'm afraid to send my child to school. Now, and I'm not saying at all that that's why people homeschool their kids because most people homeschool their kids because they want them to get a better curriculum than what the school offers. However, there are people out there who are afraid of right. public school, and that's why they and don't send I, their kids I, to school. I, I do. to live in a world where we, the only way However, people remain safe is to rely on the government. So if somebody comes up to my government. house in the middle of the night and they're looking around through the windows Guess what I'm gonna do? That's not the that's not, that's not, that's It is the not, same a, no, it's argument. It's not you don't it's a know. It's a non sequitur argument. No, no it's not. how do you know what that person's intent is? That's the point. That is the whole point of living in fear. There's things where it's blatantly obvious when it's someone in the middle of the night is snooping around your bushes and looking into your windows. Yeah, that's blatantly an issue. I got it. Roger that. A kid bringing in his electronics project, that's that's the thing. That looks like a bomb. It does not look like a bomb. To an untrained eye. Right. Look, I'm saying, like I said earlier, I'm probably about 50% proficient, about, you know, in terms of general public. To me, it looks like it could be a bomb. Okay. Well, it's got wires hanging out. It's got a timer on it. If that's you stick that on any subway in the United States or Europe or wherever, <laughs> people are going to react like crazy. Why are you taking? The, right, why, are you, why are you? Why are you taking a scenario that happened to Andre? Let him take that on a plane and tell me they won't take that, him off in handcuffs for that. Why are you taking the situation? And twisting it in in ways to reinforce your bias. No, argue the story on the merits of. This okay, that's what thing. I'm saying. They absolutely had cause you're, you're, to look, call what if you the police. This? And what if you done? All it right, it's the that's same not, thing. That's not how justice works in this country, yeah, honey. It's the same thing. You take it out and you put it on your school desk in school. Kids he look. brought it to the teacher and explained what it was. I built a clock. I'm sorry. Teacher didn't know that he... You can't take a kid's word for it. Lisa. You can't right. take the kid's word for it. What if the teacher looked at it and said, I don't know, that looks like it could be a bomb. Right. Because we're what done. if the we other got, kids look this. like it, you know? We're way too... We're, I got other stuff I got to get I'm just saying you can't argue that they did the wrong thing by calling the cops. You can't. Because that was standard procedure for any so, school in this country. Right. The standard procedure right. is if you don't know, you call the cops. Because guess what? Parents are depending on you to do the right thing by their children. Okay. I will say this. In my, my, in my uh, utopian ideal dream world. That they, doesn't happen. Doesn't, I get that. That's were, fine. They were wrong in calling the cops. But guess in what? Reality, That's not in reality, reality. I will give you that yes, that I understand. Yes, the only putting thing him, you putting, can be putting him in handcuffs. It might there is there is no excuse for that. That's whatsoever. fine. If you want to be outraged about putting him in handcuffs, that's fine. Be outraged about that. Don't be outraged about them calling the cops because the kid brought a thing that looks like a bomb to school because that is standard procedure. All right, you let can't be outraged about that. Again, let us know how do you stand in the comments. Yeah. And I mean, just and look at it from the point of view. If your kid was in that school, what would you have wanted them to do? 
I would want my kid to be in a school where there's teachers who are kind of enough intelligence to be able to. But you can't control that. That's just me. You can't control that. Well, I can. Well, and in case of Ahmed, he's. Or unless you want to homeschool your children, you can't control that. Well, the thing is, there's other schools that are of more science and technology schools are reaching out to him and saying, come over to us. You know what? There are high schools in this country that are. Yes, but guess we don't have one in our area, do we? No. No. Okay. So maybe he doesn't have one in his area. Well, anyway, the point is the school he was at did the right thing. You just want to have the last word. No, I'll let you have the last word. I'm just saying they did the right thing. And I think they didn't do the right thing. So let us know what you think down below. Yeah. So next time we're going to have a lot less drama. We're going to have a, <laughs> we're going to have an arts and crafts uh, uh, episode. Next we'll just time. have a love fest love next list. time. Yeah. So uh, head over to steampowerpodcast.com. Links to everything. Uh, audibletrial.com slash steampowerpodcast to sign up again for that free 30 day trial and get um, Jane McGonagall's um, bigger, better, better book. What was it called again? Uh, better, uh, smarter, super better, super better. Yeah. Um, and let's say leave comments on any of the social media here, the video, whatever, what your thoughts on the uh, Ahmed Muhammad case. And with that, thank you all very, 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 very much for listening to this tirade. And this, uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be split pretty 50, 50. Yeah. Um, and it's so with that, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching and, uh, stay, keep it, stay quirky and keep it. Steve. Later. <laughs> Bye.